0: Welcome to the Book Smarts Business Podcast, conversations with business expert authors to learn about the author, their expertise, and to help you find your next read. And now, here's your host, best selling author and CEO of Influence Network Media, Jody Brandsetter.
1: Jay, welcome to the Book Smarts Business Podcast. I'm so excited to chat with you and learn more about Back on the Rails. But before that, can you tell us a little bit about you and your expertise?
0: Certainly. First, thanks for having me on your podcast. This is very exciting. So I have been an, an executive for about the last uh, nine years, and I've worked in a couple of different fields, and where I was really able to cut my teeth and get a lot of varied experiences was at a job with Hair Club for Men and Women in Bosley, where I got to wear a lot of different hats and interact with different departments at the corporate office, especially human resources and recruiting. And I had been a hiring manager for nearly 20 years, so I have talked to many key Candidates looked at many resumes, see many folks go through the, the job search. I myself ended up going through job search at the end of 2018 and early 2019 and realized very quickly that it was uh, an area that I had knew, not, knew nothing about, that I was ill-equipped for, and in retrospect, looked back and thought, boy, I've put a lot of folks on the same path and they need resources. I need resources. And so I decided to write a book about my journey through career transition.
1: What got you inspired to write a whole book, right? You could have blogged about it. You could have just wrote some statuses on you know, social media. What was it about the whole process of writing that book that interests you in doing that?
0: I was fortunate enough to really fall in love with business and leadership books about 15 years ago, had almost an addiction to them. I was reading close to a book a week, really absorbing a lot of information, trying to become a better leader and a better manager, trying to learn from the wisdom of others without having to make all of the mistakes myself. The more and more I read, the more I realized that some of my experiences would be really valuable for others. And about eight or nine years ago, I started dreaming about becoming a writer. And I knew that some of the writers who I had read, it took them quite a long time to really get established several books, maybe sometimes dozens of books to become successful. I thought to myself, that's something that I could do. I would love to tell stories. And once I found myself in that career transition and also found very few resources and, and not a lot of empathy, uh, at least from some sectors of society and the business world, I thought, let's let's put something together and I want to realize this dream. I've got a little extra time since I'm not working and I want to write a, a story about my time in transition.
1: And your story is really a story. You talk about your character, Ken, and what he goes through. So if you could tell us maybe in one or two sentences what your book is about, what would you say?
0: Well, I would say... Ken goes through a roller coaster journey, uh, through career transition with highs and lows, and that is career transition. It does. It's not an easy road. I would also say there are others that feel that way that, that feel defeated or deflated and they need encouragement. So if you are in career transition, it's just maybe not working out for you yet. Hold, hold true to yourself Surround yourself with a great support structure and know that you're not the only one that's going through those same trials and tribulations.
1: As a recruiter by trade, I loved reading your book because it really helped me get back into the candidate's perspective. When you talk about empathy, I am in, you know, as a recruiter, you're in this bubble and you're trying to find those candidates, connect them with the hiring manager, and you're kind of numb to what the candidate's going through. And this book really reminded me of everything a person goes through when they are looking for a job. If it's because of being laid off or being fired or just not being happy in where they're at, there's not only that process that they go through, but there's also family. There's all that personal part of, of a human. You think that, duh, like we should be thinking about that. But as recruiters, sometimes we just forget. We forget that we're talking to a person who's going through a really hard time possibly and um, we become numb. And I really liked your book for that. Definitely encourage a recruiter to <laughs> read your book maybe every year just to remember what it's like. Cause I think unfortunately recruiters are probably one of those parts of society that may not be showing empathy during, during that transition.
0: I think you make a great point. It's like candidates are commodities. And I think recruiters, and I've, I've kind of been on that side of the table, maybe not specifically labeled as a recruiter, but as a hiring manager sifting through resumes. And now if I look at a resume, uh, I'm realizing that there are hopes and dreams with each one that is submitted. And it's up to us as, as hiring managers, recruiters, whoever's looking at a resume and saying, this is, this is literally somebody's life and career that they're putting forth to us. And there's a lot of effort that goes into it. So I agree with you. We cannot discount that. We have to remember that this is really all about them, their journey, uh, what they can bring to us, the excitement that, that they will have and the hopes and dreams that we could help make reality.
1: As a person maybe in transition, what are some key takeaways that they can get from your book?
0: Well, I mentioned one already, and that is you're not alone. There, there are literally millions of people that are without work right now, and they, they are looking for that next place to call their own, that green pasture, that they can go and make a difference. Uh, The second one would would be be accountable. And that may sound strange, but uh, first, be accountable for the fact that that you're in this career transition. Uh, No matter what the circumstance was that led to it, you have to own the fact that you're there currently in career transition, and it's time to make some moves, uh, maybe that you were unaccustomed to, unaware of, or uncomfortable with. You also have to be accountable to yourself to take all of the steps and be courageous and put yourself out there. Because if you, if you stay in your shell, if you, if you kind of hide behind the computer monitor, the chances that you will get that dream job are pretty low. You may not be used to networking or going out uh, in the public and meeting people and talking to people, but ultimately you're going to sell yourself the best, not whatever you write on a piece of paper. I would say the final one is know that the process for candidates is not optimal. I might even call it broken. It's just an unfortunate fact, but you can't be mad about it. It it is what it is and you can't change it for all of these companies uh, who might use that applicant tracking software, which which I definitely found to be a huge challenge. Uh, And and at some point I literally stopped applying to jobs that that had that. It just didn't make sense to me. Accept it, it is what it is. To sum up, I would say, you're not alone, be accountable accept the fact that uh, the process is a little bit cumbersome and broken and uh, just get out there and be courageous.
1: And so you talked a little bit about maybe some things that we could be on the business side doing, right? The applicant tracking system might be something that we should be looking at. And you also talked about as a hiring manager, you started looking at the resume a little differently. Any other takeaways that you would want to tell a hiring leader or a business owner on on what they should be doing to make this process better for both the candidate as well as the business?
0: Boy, that's a great question. And I, the first thing I would say is investment of time and resources. Uh, I've worked for companies where the, the hiring process was, was both complicated and simple, but in each of those companies, they were pouring very few resources uh, into the process. And if you want to find great candidates, I believe what is on paper may not necessarily register with what you're looking for because of your perspective on resumes, but there are at least as many opinions about resumes as there are people who write them. I can't, I wouldn't tell you that there's one right thing. I would tell you though, as a hiring manager, that's looked at thousands of resumes. I looked for winners. I think if if a hiring manager opens themselves up to does this has this person at least shown me that they can win like can they achieve something uh that's usually i think what you're looking for as a hiring manager somebody that, and they've made the attempt uh in the resume to make that that claim so uh, i think there has to be a little forgiveness on uh, some of the resume formats that we that we see um maybe even in the cover letter which i'm not a big fan of but i know some are I think you have to also talk to the candidates. I think you have to find some folks that on paper look like they would they would be able to do a a great job for you and then talk to them. Invest the time and resources to have those conversations.
1: Communications so big in the hiring process. I think that's one of the reasons why you see a lot of fails in mm-hmm companies when they're hiring. It's really the communication or the lack of. And what you were talking about with the hiring manager is, you know, looking at a resume and being open to a conversation is so key because a resume is just a paper with some information on it. And you don't get a full picture of a person until you actually talk to them. And one of the things we always say in when I was in the third party recruiting world was would in doubt send it out, which is, you know, if I'm not sure if this candidate is the best fit for this role, I still send them. And so I think hiring managers need that same thought pattern when they see a resume, if they're unsure, then that means they pick up the phone and call them. They don't just throw them in the no pile. Um, And I think that could just probably increase candidate experience by just doing that.
0: Right. Well, and we always talk about fit. And I don't know about you, but I've never seen a piece of paper fit into a role. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's the person that fits. And until you talk to them and you get a sense of who they are, what they're all about, I don't know that you really ever know if they will fit the role that you're about to, to place them into.
1: So true. Now, becoming an author, I think is a huge success as it all, like actually getting your book out there for people to buy is a huge success. What are some other successes that you've seen since you've been, since you became an author?
0: Well, I I would say the biggest one is uh, I was invited to speak down in Nashville a few different times to uh, to some groups uh, of men that were hanging out at a cigar lounge, Uh, and I'm a cigar aficionado. Uh, One of my best friends is down there, and so um, you know we're looking to create uh, a great fellowship and be able to allow uh, folks to understand the story maybe from different perspectives. And from what I've heard from some readers. Is that even if you're not in job transition, the story is a good one because there's something applicable um, to your life, to the roller coaster you go through, to um, finding encouragement and looking for support and uh, surrounding yourself uh, with those types of things, so that you can get up when you've been knocked down. And uh, I've also been able to talk to some HR departments and talk to them about you know humanizing that candidate experience and remembering to use their empathy and I also gotten to speak to a couple of civic groups about the same things.
1: That's great. I love that you've gotten to talk to HR and talk about candidate experience. I know from our conversation before this that you may have already written your second book. It's just in draft.
0: That's exactly right. So I I was fortunate enough to work for a company where I got to interact a lot with recruiting and HR, and we worked to develop this uh, ultimate candidate experience. And so I I did, I've just completed first draft of a book about that ultimate candidate experience and what uh, an HR team can do to to really increase the level of transparency, the amount of communication and put together, I would say a package for your candidate that says, we wanna come after you. And like this, here here are the steps. It's almost like giving them an agenda of what they would expect because all too often a candidate gets into a process uh, they have no idea what all of the steps are. They get ghosted and you don't hear from somebody after they said they would get back to you, which which then is, I, I think the trustworthy nature of the company can be called into question if they say they'll call and then they never do. And you're talking about folks who were, were excited at one point to come work for you. And you start to break those the, the rapport and those bonds of trust that were formed at the beginning of that relationship when you don't follow up and and keep your word as an HR department or as a recruiter. So uh, there's a way that you can outline some steps. It doesn't take a a lot of work, but it just does take the diligence to put it into practice, holding yourself accountable as an HR team, and then just reaching out to the candidates and letting them know.
1: I'm excited about that book. So I'll look forward to seeing that come out and we'll absolutely have you back on the podcast to talk about um, that book once it's out. With being a a writer, part of this podcast is is helping, you know, provide maybe some tips to new authors. What would be one tip that you would give to a new author on starting their book journey?
0: If I only could give one tip, I would say get an accountability partner. Uh, For me, if I know someone else is going to hold me accountable to meeting a deadline, uh, there's no chance that I will miss it. I will move heaven and earth to make sure that I meet the deadlines, so uh, on both books that I've written, uh, I asked a friend to be an accountability partner. Uh, they probably had a super easy job because I delivered uh, on time or early uh, for every single deadline that I set for myself, and uh, they also were great to be able to give me some feedback. But that allowed me to get get across the finish line when I wanted to cross it. And when I plan to,
1: it's all about pushing forward. When you write a book, you can't go back because if you go back, you never go forward. So i love the accountability idea of having that person keep you moving forward so that you don't get stuck staring at chapter one when you should be on chapter eight. All right. So AJ, how can our audience get your book and how can they connect with you after this podcast?
0: Easiest way to connect with me is on LinkedIn. Uh, I'm the only Adam quote unquote, AJ Klinkenbeard that's on there. Very easy to find me. And uh, you can get my book on Amazon, but there's a link in my LinkedIn profile that will take you right to the book. Uh, And it's an easy read uh, to probably take about three hours or less. I
1: have to agree. I read it and- it was a very easy read, very enlightening. I encourage anyone to read it, but I really encourage recruiters to get this book and to take the time to remember what a candidate perspective is during that journey. So AJ, thank you so much for being a part of the Smarts Business Podcast. And I look forward to um, having you on in the future.
0: Thank you again, Jody. Thanks for listening to the Book Smarts Business Podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the show and share this episode with a friend. In the meantime, join our business author community where you can connect with other business authors and learn about becoming an author at authors.influencenetworkmedia.com. Until next time.